This is Clayton for Podcast Radio Business, and we're joined by Paul Baxter, CEO of The Green Insurer. And we're here to discuss why motorists feel the pinch and question car ownership. Thank you for joining us, Paul. Hi, Clayton. Thank you for having me. You're most welcome. Please tell us more about your role at The Green Insurer. Well, The Green Insurer has just launched this week, and we are a car insurance business that's aims to help people to navigate their way through the current sort of global warming and climate change issue by offsetting their miles and rewarding them and helping them to drive in a greener way. How did this come to you as a business idea? Well, it's a bit of a um, a bit of a personal and a bit of a uh, an unusual story, Clayton, but sometimes there are things in your life that happen that kind of give you a moment for pause, they give you a moment for reflection, and you think, hang on a second, what am I doing? Am I doing what I really want to do? Am I doing the right thing? Am I comfortable with it? And one of those happened to me during COVID. So during COVID, I, I've always been fit and healthy. I've been very active. I've been out there and you know walked the Pennine Way and all sorts of stuff going on. Suddenly woke up one morning, had COVID. I thought, okay, fine. I'll just rest up for a bit. It'll be fine. It, didn't, it wasn't fine. I ended up quite serious. I got pneumonia, ended up getting blue lighted into hospital. Wow. Uh, there for two weeks. And it was the first time I'd ever really been ill. And um, it just got me thinking. And I was thinking, I was in hospital. I couldn't sleep because... Um, all the things that were going on around me, the noise, the drugs they were putting into me, uh, wasn't feeling great. But I just started thinking about my life. And you, you just turn back and you think of everything and you wonder what you're doing. And I was, I was working for a big company and I was enjoying it. It was great. It was a lovely job. But I started thinking, well, wouldn't I rather do something where I feel I'm making a difference? And I think nowadays um, people want to work for organisations where there's a purpose. And I I felt this quite strongly, that I wanted a purpose behind the business that I could buy into personally so that my work life was kind of nicely aligned with my own personal values. I did some reading up about this, and there was a really interesting article in the Harvard Business Review about businesses with purpose and, you know, how they get great employee retention because people love working there. They feel personally invested in the business about the the customers that are aligned with that business, feel very close to the business, feel like they're doing something they want to do. And so while I was sitting in hospital, I started thinking, I considered, well, everyone, most people now, 85% of people in our research showed us that they're concerned about the environment or very concerned about the environment of global warming. So I thought, well, actually, there's no one really in the car insurance market selling annual car insurance um, policies and offsetting all their miles. So I thought, well, wouldn't that be a good thing to do? Because when you look at global warming and people's attitudes to it, they say things like, yeah, I'm really concerned about it, but I'm not really doing much about it. You know, they might be doing things like uh, switching energy suppliers to sustainable providers. They might be trying to make some DIY improvements to make their house a bit more fuel efficient. They might be cutting down how much heating they use, you know, and the level of inflation at the moment is also making people having to cut cut back a bit. So um, I thought, well, actually, one thing that they do say is, I'd like to do more, but I don't really know how to do it. And I need some help doing it. So we thought, well, we can help you. What I decided we would do is to sell a car insurance policy and to measure your carbon output. So to measure how much carbon dioxide you pump out into the uh, environment and then to offset that. But when you're thinking about environmental issues, the last thing you should do is offset. The first thing you should do is reduce your carbon output uh, or, or stop doing things. So then, I thought, well, actually, what we should incentivize people to do is to 
drive greener. And driving greener means two things. It means, first of all, cutting down your miles. The way to do that is to try to not take short journeys. So if you're commuting a mile to work or you're taking the kids to school around the corner in the car or you're going to the local shops, well, could you consider walking? Could you cycle? Could you take the bus? You know, are there other, other ways of doing these things? Because actually a lot of people, most of their miles are done on short journeys. The longer journeys, yes, you could take the train if you go up to from London to Scotland or something like that, but you may need your car when you get there. So that's slightly more tricky. So, yeah, that's the first thing to do is to incentivize people to reduce their carbon emissions. The second thing is when you do emit carbon to minimize the amount of carbon you emit. So the way to do that is to help people to drive in a more efficient way. So to drive in a smooth way, to drive in a way that burns less fuel. And the good thing about that is that not only are you burning less fuel and, and churning out less carbon dioxide, but you're also saving yourself money on petrol. You know, petrol prices have rocketed over the last few years. OK, they might be coming down a bit now, but they're still very high compared to historic levels. And thirdly, it, this is another big win. It's safer driving. So, you know, people are... Um, People are going to feel people are going to be safer and have fewer accidents. So we built some technology to do this. And the, the key thing about it is it's not it's not a punishment. We're not measuring people's driving and then putting their premiums up or anything like that. Because, you know, once you buy your policy with us, that's it. You know, that's your, you paid your price and you've done it. Unless you change things, you know, move house or buy, buy a different car or something, add a new driver. Um, but, you know, so we're not punishing people. What we're trying to do is help them to understand how they can drive in a greener way. So what they can do to emit less fuel. And it's a much more engaging proposition. So people can get involved. What I wanted to ask you is that more about the work that you're doing at the Green Insurer, because you've introduced this leave scheme and you, that's to reward this environmentally friendly driving. How does that work? Yeah, so the leave scheme is a reward program. So every journey you take is scored and you're given a green driving score. So that is basically saying how fuel efficiently you're driving. So we take that driving score. And if you drive nicely and you drive efficiently, fuel efficiently, we give you reward points. Also, when you buy your policy, you tell us how many miles you're doing. So you might say I'm doing 12,000 miles a year, so 1,000 miles a month. So if you drive less than that, then that's good because that means you've cut down on your carbon emissions. Maybe you're doing fewer short journeys and so forth. So we reward you for that. And your points go into a pot and then you can use that for two things. So we've got a range of sort of like-minded green products you can buy or companies that have been accredited by B Corp because we took that as a shortcut to me that they are ethical companies. And you can get discounts or you can buy vouchers for them with your leaves. Um, but we also thought there's a cost of living crisis at the moment. People just need some help. Inflation is much higher than, than wage inflation. So retail price inflation is much higher than wage inflation. So people need some help. So we've got deals with all the major supermarkets where you might get between, say, 4 and 6% discounts. So you buy a £100 voucher and it might cost you £95. Right. And then you can, you can use your leaves to buy some of it and you can top up the rest with cash or you can buy a a voucher for any value you like with just with your leaves. So that's how it works. So you're doing lots of these little deals and well, they're not little. They're obviously quite significant for the users of the green insurer, but you've also negotiated special deals with insurers to cut 
the insurance costs themselves. I mean, that must be a tricky situation having to negotiate that process. And how does that work? It's a matter of later finding some win-wins in this. So for big insurance companies, there's several things at play. So first of all, they like the idea of incentivizing people to drive in a more relaxed way, in a more sort of calm way, because they're less likely to have an accident. So that's obviously saving their money and they can pass that on in their premiums. Secondly, big companies and small companies actually have their own ESG agendas. They have their own ESG objectives. They need to find things to do to show that they're doing things on the E side, on the environmental side and the social side uh, of things that they can say, well, actually, we're working with the green insurer. The green insurer is offsetting people's miles. They're offsetting it by investing in carbon offset projects, which have big social benefits as well. So all of our carbon offset projects uh, have massive social benefits. And we we measure them using the uh, United Nations Sustainable Development Goals which is a measure of how well the the environmental projects are helping people with their social problems. So it might be things like helping women into work. It might be things about helping in education. It might be things about removing corruption in countries in the global south. So that's what we're doing there. What interests me is that the way that you use technology in order to accrue all this information and work with the people that are using the green insurer. You've got this app and I know a lot of people have got applications and, but it not only measures the driving habits, but also calculates how much carbon to offset. Do you have any direct involvement with the app and how that works? Yeah, we built the app ourselves. So used a partner to help us and we did some of it ourselves. And we've got great business partnerships behind the scenes. So for the bit of the app that measures people's driving, we partnered with a business called Cambridge Mobile Telematics in Cambridge in Massachusetts in the United States. They have built an amazing piece of kit which tracks journeys using mobile phone tech. And then we have built the front end to that, just so to display it to our customers in the app. So basically, every time you take a journey, it pings into your app. You can see a map of the journey, where you started, where you ended. If you drive really well, really nice, it'll just be a pure green five-star journey. If you've had a few things going along the way, it might be a four-star journey. And you can see exactly what happened. So you can, there's a little icon on the map, and it says, well, at this point, you accelerated hard, and you accelerated by... 16.1 miles per hour in 4.6 seconds or something like that. It gives you the real detailed information. And what I really like about that is it's treating people as adults. We're not waving a big stick and saying, oh, you're a naughty boy or girl and you shouldn't be doing this. We're saying, actually, we're trying to help you to drive in a greener way. We're trying to help the environment. We're trying to save you some money. And this is just a clue. This is just saying, well, at this point in your journey, you accelerated hard. And they'll say, actually, I do that journey every day. And like, yeah, I probably do accelerate hard then. And you know, sometimes you have to accelerate hard. Maybe you're pulling out of a junction or something. No problem. Sometimes you might think, well, actually, I, I didn't need to do that. So I can cut back. So it's a matter of giving people information so they can use that to make their own educated choices. These things are really positive steps because people can change their behavior once they can see stuff on the app obviously change their lifestyle and obviously then start to work on a more greener way of driving. What kind of challenges do you anticipate in promoting green driving and offsetting emissions? And how do you plan to overcome these challenges? I think the big the big challenge for us was getting everything into one place. So we've got an app which 
measures your driving, gives you your driving score. It also measures your rewards, and there's a different system behind the scene on that. It also has your car insurance policy documents on there, and you can make changes to that. You can also get a quote for a new policy on that. It's um, an app that brings together several different systems in it. So we built a sort of wrapper around them all and built our own front end onto this app. So that was a big challenge for us. But we're, we're there now. You know, now we've got something, it's working, it's out there in the markets, it's on the App Store. What we now need to do is to just continue to refine it, learn from our customers and get it out there. In terms of distribution, distribution and insurance has changed massively over the last 10, 15 years, you know, with price comparison sites, you know, coming onto the scene. You know, 80% of customers buy their car insurance through a price comparison site because it's easy. You know, they put the details in once, they get back 100 quotes and they can choose which one to buy. So what are the challenges there for us is going to be, well, there might be someone who's saying, yes, I'm prepared to buy a green product and it might cost £5 more and I'm prepared to pay £5 more to have that. But the challenge for us is going to be to get it visible for people because, you know, they might only look at the top two or three or four um listings and you know one that position 17 that's five pounds more expensive or even less more expensive they might not get down to so the challenge for us is going to be able to get into people you know get visible for people so we do have our own marketing activity digital marketing activity to get to get out there the good thing about our proposition it's very clearly focused on environmental issues and then we can find people who are actively concerned and discussing environmental issues using digital marketing so yeah the challenge for us is going to be to get visible to give people the option to buy a green product this is a brand new venture for you and as a founder and as a founder myself it's an exciting time when a project that you thought about you know during the covid period has come to fruition and it's out there what's the plan for the coming year in terms of how you're going to grow the green insurer and put forward the more positive aspects of energy and driving and insurance? So I think our initial plans are to make sure that we've got a panel of insurers that can offer the best value for our customers. So we started off with a smaller number. We're adding some more um, in the coming days and weeks and, and months. So to get the best possible offering for customers. Then to get the best possible distribution. So we're on two of the price comparison sites. We're going on to one more to Money Supermarket next week. And we're going on to some more at the beginning of next year. And by quarter one next year, we'll be on all of them. So once we've got our product there fully available, as targeting, you know, available for as many drivers as possible. So a broader footprint as we can possibly get, then get the distribution in place. And then after that, it'll be about adding new products. So it'll be thinking about, you know, well, could people, I don't know. Should we expand it to small businesses that have vans? You know, so if you've got a florist shop and you want to deliver flowers, yeah, you probably would love the idea of uh, looking after the environment at the same time. You might want to tell your customers about it and say, well, actually, we offset our miles when we drive our vans to deliver your flowers. Delivering new products and then working on new propositions. So an obvious next step for us is going to be a usage-based product so where you pay per mile so you pay as you go so there's plenty for us to do and I'm, i keep telling my team i've got a fantastic team in place keep telling them that they're not going to be bored they're going to be challenged along the way indeed that's excellent news so where can our podcast radio business listeners go to for more information 
So the best place to go for information is our website, which is thegreeninsurer.com. Uh, there you can find all the information. We also have a contact centre. We have a phone number, which is a UK-based contact centre, talking to real people. We're not using AI or chatbots at the moment, so we, we're putting you through to real people. And we're doing that for a very specific reason, and that is that we have started to do something that's not commonly known of in the marketplace. It's not something that's available out there. So what we've uh, what we what we've done is said, well, actually, the best way to help that is to have as much information as you can on your website as possible and make it as easy to find and as easy to read as possible, but also to have a phone line where people could just call and talk to someone and ask them a simple question that they can help them with. So, yeah, visit our website, www.thegreeninsurer.com, or give us a call. Paul Baxter, CEO, The Green Insurer, thank you for joining us on Podcast Radio Business. Thank you, Clayton. It was nice to talk to you. You're most welcome, sir.